Hi and welcome to the Heli Gossip. My name is Sonia Lulla and I'm connecting with you from the Midday Newsroom. When it comes to fitness, unfortunately, a lot of us have an all or nothing approach. So we either want our routine to be perfect or simply don't wish to add to it at all. And this tendency is a lot more pronounced during the end of the year when we disregard every healthy habit during the Christmas and NYE celebrations and decide to return to routine only in the new year. In today's episode however, celebrity fitness trainer and energy coach Urmi Kothari highlights some actionable steps that you can take to mitigate some of the damage that can be caused due to excessive holiday eating. The reason that we have Urmi on board is because she uses her social media platforms to talk about the importance of both exercise and nutrition instead of focusing on only one of these two crucial pillars. In this episode, we talk about ways to consume beverages mindfully, the distribution of protein, carbs and fats on your plate, and what you need to do to avoid overeating at parties. Listen in. So welcome Urmi to our show. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now, before I get to my questions Urmi, I want to understand what is your approach to festive eating? So do you still practice restraint or do you let yourself indulge unchecked? Before I explain mine, I would like to just exp- give clarity about the kind of process that happens, right? That everyone who is on this journey of going from uh, unconscious eating uh, where they are just eating junk food or just eating for the taste or rather we call that in technical terms eating only for the tongue uh, when they are transitioning to going into more mindful eating and more healthy eating there are stages and what generally happens is that people try to go from first stage to the most uh, tenth stage in very fast and that's where people then go into this uh, dual cycle of holiday eating and uh, i can say non holiday eating or like our quote unquote uh, strict diet eating or something like that in my case i have reached a point where for me holiday eating or regular eating in regular life looks almost the same because for me i eat with a with an intention to fuel my body and i'm very very conscious of the quality of ingredients i put in my body and of course the kind of nutrition it's going to bring in so i'm not eating to either stay in shape alone or to uh, only just for my tongue i'm eating to actually feel super super energetic i'm eating to feel and fuel my body for my workouts when i need it and in fact sometimes i also end up eating very very light and only fruits nuts and raw food majority of the day if i'm actually very very physically active because the body needs energy but readily available energy on the, at the, on those days so i actually eat as per my own uh, fluid demands at work in personal life in holiday uh, you know when or probably you're going for a festival where for example it's a fitness festival so you're going to be working out a lot more than usual so those days i will eat more natural carbs but that's what it is right like you eat as per what your day is like and what kind of energy you need 
to explain further what I mean by quality of ingredients is that of course I love eating uh, sweet and I in fact uh, till about I can say two years ago I used to be a desert dessert freak basically like I love eating sweet food uh, but as I have worked on my own uh, reasons of why I used to crave so much uh, sweet food as I've worked on that I realized that actually I'm not that big on sweets uh, only but so now when I indulge, I indulge in things like which are vegan or which are dairy free because that suits my body better. Then I use uh, sweets, for example, which are sweetened with figs or dates rather than sweetened with refined sugar, like white sugar. For example, if I'm eating something chocolate-based, I'm not just going to go to a random bakery and pick up something. I'm going to see if it's made from flourless uh, ingredients or it's going to be made uh, from ingredients which don't have refined flour, you know, vegetable fat. So that is what I look for. And if I'm going to a market to buy chocolate as well, so I buy chocolate that has the least amount of diluted ingredients and I pick more like which has cacao and which has raw chocolate and things like that. So that's what I meant by the quality of ingredients. Uh, my question to you, Ulmi, is, uh, you know, in the in the holiday season, when I assume you're, you're possibly mm. meeting more friends and you're maybe like having more lunches mm. and dinners, um, does, mm. that, does your diet plan normally change? Or are you still very particular about your portions and how much of, um, you know, the general sweets that you're consuming? I'm going to answer this with a intention so that other people can also take away from it not just from my lifestyle alone right uh, basically what happens in holiday eating is that when we wake up in the morning usually the first thing that we eat because it's social or because you're going to meet friends or because there is goodies at home as well during holidays um, we end up eating something which is really really like uh, very inviting which could be either highly sugary or could be basically spiking your blood sugar very fast and when we start our day with something that has spiked our blood sugar, what happens is that we automatically predispose our body to crave more during the day. What I do and I would recommend everyone who wants to like eat and balance in this holiday season is to actually eat first meal. should be a very, very uh, quote-unquote meal that will help you to balance your blood sugar. So high in protein high in fiber and high in good fats. For example, if you can, then always try and get at least about even 20 to 30 minutes of moderate intensity activity, even before the breakfast or at some point in the day. But if you start your day with it, what happens is it's out of the way. Then you can meet all your friends, do all your social commitments. Then be, you know, if you want to rest extra, you can do that. And still your body has boosted its metabolism. And when you eat the protein, the fiber and the fat in the morning, also you have stabilized your blood sugar. So when you go out in the evenings or for lunches or dinners or late night parties, you will automatically, body will tell you it's going to get fuller faster you're not going to crave as much. So your appetite gets regulated. And that is one of the ways of hacking, I can say, holiday eating. It's like you won't stuff your face, right? Because when you're with friends, you're eating as celebration also. And when we eat from a place of pure celebration and joy, we will never eat out of crazy, out of balance. Maybe yeah, we eat one or two extra, but we are not going to like eat massive amounts of uh, sweet and if that's happening then there is an underlying emotional eating current that's going on right so 
the one thing that I think uh, a lot of us do during this time is that because uh, we know that we're going to be heading out to parties, say, in the evening, we tend to starve in the first part of the day. And as a result, when you're at the party, you can barely control the amount of food you put on your plate. And I usually think that's a bad idea. But, you know, what is your opinion on that? Great question, by the way. Uh, the thing is, there are two ways of looking at this. First strategy is that if you know that a big meal is coming up later, if you eat a high protein, high fat and or rather moderate fat and fiber rich food in the morning, which could be, let's say, eggs and uh, veggies. And if you've worked out, then you can add a little bit of complex carbs or not. But when you eat that kind of uh, a food, you're going to be fuller for longer and at the same time, because fat is there, there's gonna it's going to be higher calorie as well, which means you are not going to feel hungry for at least three hours. So if you know that a brunch is not happening or a lunch is not happening, which is a holiday meal, then you can afford to eat that good meal in the first half of the day. Then eat a very light, low calorie snack in the evening before you go for your heavy dinner party. That is one strategy. The second strategy is that in the morning, let's say you you haven't done a workout, but you have a lunch coming up. Then you eat something in the morning, which is not high calorie, but it is protein and fiber. So like a protein smoothie, which is just with made with water, ice, protein powder. And maybe you add like a low calorie fruit, like an apple or berries, uh, and you can add some uh, seeds on top like chia seeds because chia seeds is fiber rich. It has a certain amount of fat and it has omega-3 fatty acids. So it's again anti-inflammatory. And usually people have alcohol, you know, sugar rich foods during holiday, which can cause inflammation. So this will set a good breakfast. But at the same time, you will not be ravenous when you go for lunch. But at the same time, you're not also putting in a lot of calories in that brings me to my next question, Urmi, which is even individuals who are very particular about their diet, especially during this time, the end of the year, on the weekends, I think they really go overboard. Do you have any uh, tips or anything that you have seen has benefited your clients to avoid, uh, you know, falling into this trap? Okay, while I think of a shortcut way, I will tell you the long cut way first, which is if someone is doing this extreme all or nothing kind of a cycle, that is usually not going to serve you in the long run. You will keep always getting stuck in this cycle of all or nothing, all or nothing, all or nothing because it's driven with guilt. You are eating healthy also because you're guilty of eating a cheat meal. And unfortunately, I don't even advocate this use of the word uh, cheat. Uh, in the vocabulary because that in itself brings a negative connotation and it's very a restrictive way of living your life and food is a big part of not just Indian culture of a lot of cultures and especially festivals I can say suggestion to this kind of person is to while you go through your holiday season and you struggle with little bit of this cycle start working on your relationship with food then you will realize that actually mentally physically and emotionally also you're not craving this crazy kind of um, I can say imbalance between all treats and where you can't resist every uh, sweet that's coming your way during holiday season and then coming completely restricting yourself and feeling like you're deprived and that need to constantly eat not just one quote-unquote cheat meal comes because you have deprived yourself so much 
so this person is actually working from a mindset of i am eating this and i'm depriving myself but i'm eating this only so that i can stay slim it's a hollow health basically do you have any uh, actionable steps that someone can take to identify what you know their the issues that they have with their uh, food is uh, and how to actually approach and build that equation with their food first of all let's talk about flags right how do you recognize that you you um probably don't have a healthy relationship with food first uh, sign is this only that you're constantly going from eating very 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 strictly to going into um like crazy where like you said this person cannot resist having another meal like it's like you see dessert and you want to eat it second is um they're constantly trying to lose weight third is they think that they need to earn their meals so if for example if they the day they don't work out they will feel guilty of eating any kind of carbs or any kind of even like a good food uh, then fourth is they start measuring their food only with calories and not with the nutrition uh, another one always constantly thinking about what next meal they are going to eat um being stressed about the fact that probably they don't have other healthy options where, wherever they travel uh, also subconsciously these people are driven with the idea that if they are go on holiday or if they stop working out that they'll gain weight so and what happens is when they think that that i'm going to gain weight then what they do is they let go of the even trying to find healthier options when they travel or when they go into dinner parties or dinner lunch uh, i mean uh, holiday lunches so what happens is then you don't even try to look at the healthier options that you could eat so now coming to what you can do first is that understand that eating healthy and working out are not joint at the hips what does that mean is that just because you don't work out doesn't mean that you cannot eat healthy second is there is the and this is a very big uh, revelation that all my clients have had is that i tell them you always have a choice now what does that mean i'm not saying that choose not to eat it but you will always have so many choices in a buffet or in a holiday lunch or a holiday dinner even half your plate can actually be super super good for your blood sugar and the trick is not to eat just for calories the trick is to eat to regulate your blood sugar and when you do that when you regulate your blood sugar what happens is you automatically your body craves less sugar and less quantities of sugar that is the like i said you want to work with your body not against it uh, for example holiday food will have bread or rice or rotis or parathas and uh, then you'll have like uh, maybe refined um, desserts like flour and uh, which, which are made from maida or which are made from high sugar or cream and then you'll have let's say potatoes or any kind of roots ka sabzis will be there then veggies will be there of some form and of course there might be cocktails or mocktails and which are high in sugar so what you can do is that a like i said start your day better that will help you that to already be in a more regulated appetite state when you show up for these kind of events second is when you start your meal if you're having alcohol please have some protein with it so maybe protein starters like paneer or fish or chicken and try to go for preps which are like more tikka grilled dry 
uh, rather than eating something which is heavy curry based because curries have a lot of oil and that has unnecessary calories as well and that's harder for your body to even digest and it can cause more acidity second is um, you can have either have roots like potatoes or have the carbs which are like grains any form of rice or bread or roti if you know you go- you like rice then avoid the bread or the roti that time and vice versa basically try not to mix grains because that again i can say reduces the ab- body's ability to digest your food easily unfortunately you can't avoid taking too many things on your plate because that's what buffets are all about but the truth is when we eat so many different types of foods together that can also cause i can say discomfort in the belly so you want to try and eat maybe more of few things that is still okay rather than eating little 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 of too many things and someone who has unhealthy relationship with food a like i said these two things they need to keep in mind about uh, that they are not going to gain weight uh, if they don't work out and that they can eat healthy even if they don't work out and they always have a choice so when you go to a restaurant order a sides of veggies instead of like you can ask them like they go for sizzlers or when you go for continental dishes instead of or burgers they give burger fries and salad on the side so instead of the fries you can ask for extra salad instead right if you're ordering a burger i usually don't eat one of the uh, burger slices so i'll just eat one of them so it's like an open burger basically you can ask them to give you an extra patty in the burger which that means your protein intake is much higher then like i said dry foods are always better um then you go to a restaurant in indian restaurant you always will have tikkas uh so that's good avoid parathas and naans and even if you want to eat it like i said your the proportion of your plate you make the the protein side the paneer the chicken fish more veggies and lesser of the carbs and another one is that emotional relationship with dessert uh try to eat with people rather than you know eating alone you can make a pact with yourself that i'm not going to uh, eat a dessert by myself i will share it with a friend so that also keeps you in a way accountable from external side and those people should talk to someone either a coach like me or you can talk to your friends uh, who will not judge you and who will actually help you when in a place like this that you can tell them that hey like i'm going through this and will you just be my uh, buddy who can i can talk to when i feel like it so when they crave these things and they're alone and they're going to just order it from a food app they can call their friend and then be like hey i'm i'm feeling this so it's not about distracting yourself from feeling that but also then slowly slowly working on why are you craving it and generally i've seen feeling lonely not being able to connect with other people are usually the reasons or working too hard or working out too hard make people crave the sweet things right because the sweetness from their other parts of their life is missing that's a more long term process but at least having a friend during this kind of season time does help people to take a pause between that impulse to go for that second helping of a dessert and lastly which is a more radical suggestion is that uninstall all the food apps from your phone uh, that's what i did when i was addicted to sugar in 2016 um so you're talking to someone who's like done been there done that as well it's it's a beautiful journey and definitely definitely helps you go way forward um can you speak <laughs> on how uninstalling food apps uh, help you 
in fact it's one of the easiest things that you can do as a step um, because when you uninstall the food apps what happens is let's say you are at home okay and it's holiday season and like i said there are two variations right there are people who end up overeating when they are with people when they are with friends and then there are people who actually only overeat when they are alone they just may be at home or they are netflixing and they are binging this applies more to people who are generally like they love eating food from outside what happens is when you uninstall the app there is a um, it's like the barrier to acting on your impulse is much harder to cross because let's say i have uninstalled all the apps and now i'm craving a dessert in the night or if i want to eat dessert in the because i think it's a holiday so i'm going to eat like first thing in the morning i'm going to order pancakes right and i'll be like okay but i know that i should i better start my day because then i can eat a pancake much later or if i have uh, usually people with unhealthy relationship with food cannot stop at one bite right so you don't recommend that eat little bit because wo nahi hone wala hai when you uninstall what happens is you have to go you have to go to the app store you have to download it again you have to log in again so the number of steps to acting on your impulse is much harder and normally the impulse comes because of some stimulus right or uh, to maybe something happened or maybe you saw something on instagram someone's food or maybe you saw some master chef season and then you want to order it so that reaction takes about 2 minutes to happen so when you prolong that action and create a pause you can actually then operate from a sense of wisdom rather than uh, impulse you really gave some valuable in, uh, inputs over there me mm-hmm. and because you raised the subject of alcohol i'm going to just you know train the attention on alcohol and beverages mm-hmm. um especially mm-hmm. you know sweetened beverages that are just consumed abundantly yeah. in the holiday My season God. and i mean i, I just mm-hmm. think that like a beverage is equivalent to a dessert it's just that so what recommendations do you have for people mm-hmm. who love to get a you know a mm-hmm. drink uh, so i have stopped drinking since september Uh, I just thought that I just wanted to give it a shot and being be a complete teetotaler since September this year. So and it's going great because I don't enjoy alcohol anyway. But before that, uh, I basically really like cocktails and good cocktails. You know, like artisanal cocktails, and I drink it for the taste. Uh, and of course, to get a little high. But uh, what I did with when I was wearing this um, continuous glucose monitor, the patch, I uh, started eating fish with the cocktail, like as a starter before. What it showed in my reading, in my glucose reading, is that it didn't spike my blood sugar at all. I probably had done just like a twenty-minute. uh you know just lazing around in the pool before that so which means that i mean it's very good that one thing you can do is add some protein while having a drink and second is is that if you know you're going to have a lot of cocktails avoid uh mixing fizzy drinks in that and you can dilute the drink with soda in lesser of the proportion of the fizzy drink and this reduces the sugar content in the cocktail the second is that if you are not that keen on cocktails then you can whenever you're having your hard drinks like i said reduce the proportion of mixers that is one of the biggest sources of sugar that comes in and another thing is that you can replicate the taste of these uh, fizzy drinks with natural ingredients such as mint and fruit and you know like real fruit you can put that in and spices 
my biggest suggestion would be that just if you know that you are not going to drink like a lot or you don't enjoy drinking too much like don't drink just because other people are drinking and that is one of the biggest reasons probably most people do end up drinking even if they don't want to because they're actually being told to drink or they're being like literally convinced like pee le pee le pee le pee le and i'm like that's not cool another thing is that in mocktails if people are not drinking alcohol but they're just drinking juices in a party instead of doing that they should be drinking like lemon soda or they should be drinking jaljeera you know like lot of these parties have all these different uh, natural drinks like coconut water drink those before you like go and pick something which is like from a can <music> everyone knows that january is when you make your fitness plans and january is when you start taking to like a new fitness routine they just let this last two weeks of december just completely go and um there's absolutely no focus on any sort of activity do you think it's okay for someone to take a break for two weeks what is your recommendation for them okay so couple of things one is that what you said it's true that people have this thing that january mein shuru karenge right or let's begin on a monday or let like the month get over so honestly all of these are actually uh, sabotaging people's abilities to take action because the first tendency of a brain uh, is to actually maintain uh, the status quo to prolong it to procrastinate right because it's it's harder to get start acting right now so what it does is ha huh, chalo next available next next easier and so that you feel less guilty about pro- procrastinating but the idea is is that why wait till january what is there in january january is a man made concept right time is time so whether you start now whether you start then your journey starts when you are actually going to start so that's my one thing and that's what i tell all my students also that there is no right time to start there is only now that you can start now the intensity or the frequency with which you want to start that you can decide basis your current time commitments and how much uh, you know social commitments you have or how much um, willingness you have to make time for it and again i'm going to repeat you always have a choice what does that mean is that your friends are calling you you have social commitments but are you telling me you don't have 20 minutes for yourself i'm sure you're spending more time on instagram than that so instead of actually just convincing yourself that i don't have the time you can actually see that how much time you're spending in the day where you're actually not doing anything and you can actually then take the 20 minutes from that quota and do something for yourself and feel responsible for your body more than just you know treating your body like like a slave oh well, you want to work out you do this you want to look look good in a dress then you starve like that it doesn't work like that and don't expect your body to help you when you're treating it like like crap you know basically uh, second one is 20 minutes uh, be smart about it and this is where we mean by if you biohack your body it will actually give you a lot of results in the least amount of effort and that's the reason i mentioned about eating for blood sugar rather than eating for calories right because then you automatically you're sitting in a party and you're like boss mujhe bhooki nahi lagi hai because i have eaten in a way where i am satisfied and i'm emotionally satisfied then why should i go and eat more i can still have a good time with my friends 
right and then you will see that it will not show in maybe one day it will not show in two days but yes it will definitely show if you have eaten uh, in balance or you've enjoyed in a way that your body and mind and heart are all three are satiated at the end of two or three weeks so my first thing is that if, if you want to train smart you don't need to go and kill yourself every day one day 20 minutes you do full body like strength based next day you do a run next day you do a rest you don't have to work out every day in the holiday season right so try to men- just maintain your fitness regime and if you have less time because of social commitments just reduce the time but you can still show up and un- again it's that all or nothing like if i cannot do a full workout of 60 minutes then i won't do it at all it's a concept that people should break in order to stretch their time and do it do things that they actually want to do for their health as well in this period when when you know that your calorie consumption is going to be higher than usual mm. do you think uh, edging more on cardio makes sense or do you think no i'll tell you why because strength training is build uh, is going to keep making you burn calories even after that workout is over right so you do a strength workout not a traditional strength workout where you're resting for 2 2 minutes between every if you want to be smart then you do a 20 minute uh, circuit training of working out all the big muscles because when you work out the big muscles you burn more calories after those 20 minutes also basically you do a 5 minute uh, let's say i'm a big i'm big on warm up so i'm going to say even if you do a 10 minute warm up in a short workout you do a 10 minute circuit of let's say squats uh, rows which are like a bent over rows and you add a core like exercise a meta or something like mountain climbers burpees uh, or jumping jacks things like that and when you do them in a circuit you're working your body's all different types of energy systems and that will create a good oxygen deficit during the workout and that will help you in any way into maintaining the uh, fat loss which will happen only if you maintain a certain kind of heart rate so if you want i can get really geeky about this but yeah i will leave that to you if you want me to explain how you can burn more fat in cardio so trend came in iif is intermittent fasting people have started to do right their fasted periods now what happens is your body can only start burning fat in a fasted state when you are subjecting it to a low to mild intensity workout and not a hiit kind of a workout so people should maintain a heart rate which is this is according to dr phil maffetone who is um, i can say has done massive studies and written a book as well on uh, endurance training where his method is that if you want to run uh, on a fasted state you can do it at 180 minus your age that's it 180 minus your age you get the number let's say i'm 30 years old so 180 minus 30 is 150 and so basically minus 10 that is 140 to 150 bpm beats per minute is the range you should be in a cardio workout yeah and just to establish so, that that's not that's not an extremely vigorous state of yes exercise. that's what i meant that if at all the person is unfit completely unfit they can minus 10 units again which means they should go between 130 to 140 instead of 140 to 150 range and when i say i'm giving you a range of your heart rate which means they should maintain their heart rate between this range during the 20 minute cardio workout 
and if someone is unfit then they should reduce it like i said by another 10 beats so it should be between 130 to 140 and let's say if someone is like injured or has had any kind of injury before in their lower body or anywhere where they are not able to run then they can reduce it another by minus 10 or 5 now the thing is that if people cannot maintain the range that i'm suggesting then they can walk in between let their heart rate come down and then again take it up to that range right and when you do that the you're training your body to actually burn more fat deposits rather than just burn it from like basically when you are uh, okay i'm going to get little bit technical uh, when you are doing very rigorous workout the body has no access to burning fat so then it needs more calories which are readily available because you're fasting you're not able to do that right so you want to maintain the heart rate at a low to moderate intensity is there anything else that you want to add uh, urmi for people who are listening to this podcast and who just want to um, you know make sure that they can still abide by a relatively healthy routine over the next uh, week and 10 days first of all like i said dedicate 20 minutes to yourself like you deserve to do that and you better do it for your own body if you want to party hard because i have seen majority people after a holiday season they feel lethargic slow uh, they feel like mentally lethargic as well so that is also happening because the kind of food you're eating is not supporting your body right and that's the reason i mentioned earlier that when i indulge me personally that i eat a lot of high quality ingredients so i rather eat something which is like a really good ice cream rather than just go and pick an ice cream from any random place where i know there's going to be full of vegetable fat and high sugar and blah 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 all of that right because i know at the end of the day it's not my just me looking fat or me putting on weight it is how i'm going to feel at the end of it hey that like i said choose for good quality desserts uh, food everything second is like i said start your day well start with a good meal that is going to balance your blood sugar dedicate 20 minutes at least at least three times a week you can i'm sure four is maybe you can i can suggest that if you're going to hang out with friends plan social activities that also involve some other kind of physical activity it could be bowling it could be going for a hike or a picnic outside or playing frisbee with your friends um you know things like that if you're on a holiday and if your if your hotel has a gym then go and do something there it could be just even foam rolling for that matter it's not that important that your workout has to burn those calories alone but sometimes if after every workout everyone feels good because of the happiness hormones what also gets addicted us uh, gets us addicted to sugary foods is the dopamine hits that we get because of the food so when you are getting natural level of dopamine through nature endorphins through your exercise then automatically you're going to feel good as well hydrate yourself uh, again a lot of people don't drink enough water and that's why they end up eating more especially i've seen this happens a lot during diwali as well and yeah people who are drinking alcohol you can start with some really good juices in the morning green juices with karela and things like that which will help you detoxify your liver again like what happens is by the end of two weeks things build up in your body so if you're detoxing also that the workout the run the 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 workouts you may still put on weight or you may look bloated at the end of two weeks but at least your body is functioning well 
So look at it more holistically. Last thing is that please do not go on crash diets after the uh, after the holiday season because I've seen a lot of people do that as well. They that that is the again the all or nothing cycle where they they go crazy in the holiday season and they'll be like, yeah, I'll just do a detox after the this thing, which is fine. You can do that, but. it's why you are doing it right it's the it's the relationship that you have with food that is the key to eternal freedom from this holiday season and non holiday season eating that's where i am at it's it's also the amount of muscle depletion that can happen when you're just on a crash diet when you're not getting enough food uh yes of course but like for example i'm not saying a crash diet or detox diet like sometimes doing juicing diet is good for you when it's done properly but if you are working out like a crazy person and then trying to not eat just because you had a crazy two weeks before then it's like you actually your body goes under stress truthfully even when you are doing those two weeks of binge eating your body is under stress and then you are again stressing it by not giving it food and starving it so essentially that's what i meant you are treating your body as a slave not as your partner not as your best friend and that's where the problem is Okay great lovely chatting with you as usual Rumi thank you so much for the input thank, thank you have a lovely thank weekend you. and enjoy the holidays